Welcome to Get Your Shoot Together, the photographer's podcast where we discuss studio, business, life, and keeping it all in line. I am Kira Derryberry. And I'm Mary Fitz Taylor. Hey, Mary Fitz Taylor. Hello. How are you today? I am good. I um I just I just upgraded my phone and I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> you got a new phone? I don't have it yet. I I cannot think of anything worse, a worse way to spend my day than to go to the AT&T store. I do mm. not want to go to the AT&T store. I do not I do not want to be in there and wait to uh-uh. do any of that stuff. So I no. actually was just um updating. I was going yesterday was an admin day for me and so mm-hmm. I got this new credit card for the business, and so I was switching. I was going through all my things that are automated payments, and I was switching the credit card over. And I mm-hmm. was in my AT&T account, and I was like, huh, I guess I'm due for an upgrade. And I'm I'm, oh. rock, I'm rocking an iPhone 8, so I'm like several oh. generations back, you know? Wow. And so I was just like, uh, yeah, you know, it's time. So I got, a, I got an 11 Pro. I'm pretty— Girl, I know. I know. You have to get a new case and everything. See, that's oh a parameter for me. I have a very special case I like to use. I, okay, so so I'm glad you said that because now yes. I don't feel like such a bougie. Okay, good, good, okay. good, good. So I have my case. If you do is, it too, then I'm really not that bad. It's not that no, bad. No, no, no. It, it's not. not about the case being fancy. It's about the case being for having filling fulfilling a very specific yes. need. Yes. So so my case um, is the case that I love is made by a company called Spec. And right. and they have the um they have the card like a like it's a little thicker on the back it's a very slim yes. case but it's a little thicker on the backside and it carries up to three cards yes um so I you know as you as you guys know I don't often I sometimes but purse. often I do not carry a purse and so this is basically all I need I just walk around with my phone it has three mm-hmm. credit cards in it or it has my license and two cards in it mm-hmm. and I'm set I'm set for yes. life and so um I didn't. I, I sort of impulse made this decision to upgrade to the 11, and uh. 11 Pro. And so I, I upgraded it, and it's supposed to be here like tomorrow. And then I went to go purchase my new spec. Uh, obviously, spec would make this case. And it says, coming soon. That's oh, that's the... I check out the case first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I honestly, you I found something. I know I did. I found something. I went ahead and ordered something kind of with the mindset of I'll use this for a little while and mm-hmm. maybe I'll like it better, but maybe it's kind of similar to the to that one. It was um a little more pricey actually. Um but it was by a company actually I'm going to I'll tell you guys so you can look it up if you want. Um it's by a company called Bellroy. And, um, yeah, and it's like, a, it's a, it's a cute, it's leather and it's, it's a case. slim and it's a cool case and, and it's got, um, it looks like they make a lot of cute like bags and travel pieces and stuff like that. So it's like a leather case that has a card slot in it, but it's covered, which actually I kind of like better. Like that's what I like. That's what I have. Mine is covered, but then it holds the cards. So yeah. that's an important thing for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I see, I know, I know yours. Cause I have a vision of how you, when you're typing on your phone <laughs> and then when you're done typing on it, you snap it, you close it like a book. Like I'm you're done. so ridiculous. It's true. You'll be, te- you'll be texting away on a table or whatever. You'll put the phone down and you'll just go flip like the book, <laughs> like a book closed, closed that conversation wow. over. Okay. So Alrighty. you're very okay. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah, you no. have a way about you. I so, do. <laughs> um, so this one doesn't have a book closure like yours okay. does. This one has a card slot on the back, just like the one I was talking about. But it has like a little cover for it on the okay. back, so you don't see the card. So I might I might end up liking this one better. Hmm. We'll see. But um, but yeah, so I I ordered it. But oh my god, I spent so much stupid time. I did not realize. I mean, Kevin goes, "Did you get a lot done yesterday? Because you had all this. Because I have a lot of stuff to do that I need to do." Yeah. And he was like, "I was like, well, I kind of got stuck in a hole." <laughs> Yeah, going changing over credit cards and updating. I'm gonna call uh, you Jamie Hayes. That's what I'm gonna call uh, you. Yeah, that sounds like a Jamie Hayes day to me. Yeah. Um, let me tell you what happened to me this morning. 
Yeah. You're going to die. <laughs> I think maybe. Okay, so with this amazing family, they've been clients for a very long time. We did a new family session for them. The daughter, okay, so the daughter comes in and orders, and she decides that her mom wants definitely some of these images because it's an extended family, all the grandchildren and everything mm-hmm. else. I even think some, there may even be one great-grandkid in this one. I didn't photograph it, obviously, Jamie did. So they FaceTime in the grandmother, her mother, uh-huh. who's older, and a very established family. Okay. Anywho, she places her order. She does a very, very nice order. She even adds on to the order. I repeat everything, run the credit, even repeat the amount mm-hmm. to her. This is all, I don't know how, her. she had help, and her helper was helping her with the FaceTime situation. And um, run the card, and it's good. And now here we are. Let's fast forward. Six days later, she called last night and literally started screaming, screaming, the ground, screaming at me for the amount because somehow she's just keyed in to what she spent. Oh, so she didn't notice. I don't know how. I honest to God here, I do not know how this happened because the her daughter was there. Her granddaughter was there. Uh, the, the husband, like there was not her husband, but um, the this you know there was family members. Her children and grandchildren were there. They're talking to her mom. Okay, mom, that's what it is. I repeated the amount again. So, say for example, let's just say it was twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, and so I was like, okay, so that and you want to add on. Okay, that's an additional seven hundred dollars, et cetera, et cetera. I said, okay, so here's your total. The total is with tax and everything, you know. Say $3,498.72. That's not the amount, but let's just go with that. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Called this morning and she thought it was that the prices were $20 and $7 and $8. Like everything that was like $2,000, she took like a couple zeros off. Okay, and a she's, couple. She, yeah. So she's, and she's, she's older and everything. And I mean, screaming at me, screaming at me. And like, actually like, I, I've never had, I mean, 20s, did the, any. Did the daughter, or the granddaughter, I mean, did they, they So they didn't purchased? know this happened. They didn't, yes, they all purchased. This was a very large, very nice order for the whole family, extended mm-hmm. family. I mean, collectively, so they understood five figures. You know, this is big. This is, this is a big order, for the, collectively, you know. And, right, and right, right, but they, but they understood. They understand. Yeah, okay. So I say, you know what? We're going to have to, let's go, let's, let's key in the daughter. We're going to need to. We're going to need to patch her into this conversation because I'm afraid this poor lady's going to fall out or going to either come beat me up. I, I, she's so angry mm-hmm. and insulted. And I'm thinking these, this family's millions and millions of dollars, right? They'll, anyway, I call the daughter and the daughter's like, don't worry about it. She's kind of, you know, she's anyway. But I don't know what to do. So I'm like, should I? I said, well, you know, ma'am, I, I'll just I can cancel the order. Um, it's already in process, but not a problem. I'll be give you full refund, whatever you want. I want the pictures, but she wants them for twenty dollars to seven dollars. Well, you can't do that. No. And I've never in my life like and I think there's some age in here that's involved and, and there's different things that. And, and that's what the daughter's saying. She's just ignore her. I'm like, well, I can't ignore you can't, her because I feel terrible. Her. I feel terrible. But I've never. But I wish I mean, the daughter would step in. And she like, is. She's called. Oh, she, she's called her mom. She's trying to calm her down. She, I mean, she's being great. She's like laughing okay. about it. But I'm mortified. 
I'm mortified no, that I have this like you. 90 year old woman screaming at me and I just want to like give her her money back and say, okay, sorry. You know, thank but, you. Sorry. Yeah. But she yeah, still but- wants a picture. She's anyway, she's being mad at me either way, but her daughter's like, well, she may forget by next week. So don't worry. And I'm like, no, it really is bothering me. So that happened last night. That was like my, what if you saw, I mean, I know you always do, but like maybe a nice gift. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I think I that's mean- what triggered her. Actually, because she oh, got a, a gift. Yeah, because we do send a gift. Uh, it orders yeah. over 5000 We send a gift. And there were multiple gifts sent to the different family members for this order. Like a, like four or five gifts were sent out. Because everyone spent, you know, they're all the different people. So I think she got the gift and then it triggered her or something. Huh. Like, so she has gotten a gift already. I don't, I mean, I don't know what to do. I guess maybe I shouldn't have sent a gift <laughs> in this situation. Isn't that funny? Like, it's not funny. It's just... 20, you know, 20 so many years of being in business, I'm like, huh, that's a new one on me, but okay, I'm going to, I apologized. I'm going to probably write a note. I don't know. I feel like anything I do now might trigger her more. So maybe I should just leave it alone. Maybe it's like a scab. Just leave it alone. Yeah. I think maybe you should leave it alone. You've already talked to the daughter. I've got all the kids and the kids are all cool with it. Kids are all cool. Yeah. If she calls again, you might even be like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, and I, I'm so sorry. I thought I thought we took. I thought it was taken care of. I did yeah. speak with your daughter. She called, and we happened. I have to tell her that this incident came up, and she said, "Oh, don't worry, everything's fine." And so, yeah, I, I'm. You know, maybe just play it off like that. Throw it back to the daughter. Yeah. At that point, I mean, and the daughter's stepping in. She's trying. It's just I think this that maybe grandma goes rogue sometimes, and well, know. you know, you know, I I think this exists in a lot of places. Um, with a with the older, you know, my husband raises money. Um, for for a college or for FSU, and and I think um, I think he deals with this a lot. Yeah, where where somebody, especially in planned giving, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So I think like where where something was discussed and discussed and discussed, and they were all everybody was on the same page, and then all of a sudden he's getting a phone call because the because they've even signed the thing, you know what I mean, right. and and agreed to it and been talking about it for months, but somehow they had no idea. Like this has happened to him before. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. Um, and he's and he's. At that point, you have—I mean, who's to say—is if the person is suffering from right a memory issue or yes. not? You know what I mean. But you can't accuse them. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not that dumb. But it was shocking. I don't think I've ever. I mean, I've had people get upset or you know whatever. And I think um, you know people have buyers. I mean, well, that happens to all of us. And you know, and I, we always are like, no problem. Full refund, you know, it hurts sometimes, trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been years when that's happened and I had to go back and make sure we could make the refund. I mean, we've not always been, you know, you get a big, big, big order. Sometimes you pay your bills and then you're like, okay, well, heck, you know. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not in that situation right now, but, um, you know, I, I, I was just, it was, I was blown away by it. And I just, I feel awful because I love this. I mean, I've known this woman for a long time. We've done weddings and bar about mitzvahs and, you know, this family's been a part of our, you know, our uh, studio for a long time and it makes me kind of sad and it made me, you know, but like I said, the kids are okay and they're like, just ignore it. And I'm like, I can't ignore it. I just philosophically I, feel terrible. I know. Easy for them to say, ignore yeah. it, you know, anyway, yeah. but like you're the one that experienced it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a week. It's been a week. Um, so anyway, but it's, you know, most of our clients are so amazing and this is kind of sad and I'll share like Jamie has a little, had a little dog named Teddy and um, actually Teddy's from Florida. Um, a friend of ours in Florida needed to rehome Teddy and Jamie took Teddy in and 
Teddy's been a part of the Hazen Fisk group forever. Like his butts and so many of our family portraits, like he just would wander through everything. And, uh, and Teddy passed away this past weekend and it's been so sad. And I finally posted it on our page because a lot of people ask about him. Like yeah, they love the I dog and the outpouring and the, the, re- the response was amazing. So I know our clients are just awesome. And this is just one example of, you know, somebody, a misunderstanding or whatever it was. Um, but uh, our clients, the outpouring has just been amazing. And people have made donations to our local shelter in honor of Teddy. And he was quite the little celebrity. In the he Hazen was Fist quite fam. the little celebrity. I'm so sorry for you and Jamie, <laughs> especially. And, I know. It was his um, buddy. Like, you know, it was his, Teddy just rode along, got his little chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that dog. Oh, no, it's sad. It's horrible when you lose a pet. You know, I mean, I know you're yeah, great. Was yeah. it Grace? Grace? Grace, yeah. Yes. I lost Grace last year. Yeah. Or a cat, a mm-hmm. 16-year-old cat, which yeah. I didn't think I, it was funny. It's funny how that happened. You know, it's like, you just get used to them being around, yes. you know, like when they get to be older. That's pets. the hard part. You just, I, it was so weird because like when, after she passed away for like several weeks, I, you know, I'd never actually been alone in my house. I realized right. she was always right. there. There was not like, there, she, not like she was staying over with a friend sometime. Like, yeah, you know, she just like go on vacation. No, she's always the cat. Never left. She the was house. a house cat for show. <laughs> Indoor cat. So like my brain would start fa- making phantom. I would see, right. I thought I would see out of the corner of my eye. I, th- I would think that I saw her walk down the hall because my brain was so used to hearing and her walk down the hall. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, that's it. That's or you tough. think, oh, I need to feed the, no, I don't. No. Or I need to, you know, that was the hard part, you know, kind of, I think that for Jamie, just like Teddy would ride with them to work every day or just being in the studio. And, and as pets get older, like you said, they're not as active, but there's just, you're triggered by times a day because, you know, it's time to feed them or mm-hmm. take them out or, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. and you go to do it and you go, oh. Or I remember I had to, oh, one time I went to a convention in Nashville, Tennessee, and our yellow lab passed away while I was gone. And I uh, lost it, but I was gone. So it was hard, but it didn't hit me until I got home. We pulled in the driveway and I went to look in the living room window because little Bailey's head would always be like looking out. Mm-hmm. She was just tall enough to look right out. You'd see her snout in her eyes. And I look over expecting to see her because she'd always hear us and she wasn't there. Oh. And I like lost it. I could cry right out in my driveway. Like, and I'd have cried and cried and cried, but that is when it really hit me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, that was a loss. And I don't know. I'm all over the place. I'm like a roller coaster on this podcast. But good, bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's not worth all depressing. Talk- no, yeah. it's all worth talking. It's worth, you know, I, I saw it on Facebook. I mean, it, you know, it, it's it's tough. And people, I felt so silly. I almost felt silly being so upset when Grace died. Because oh, yeah. I had always said, like, we're never going to get another cat, you know, pet after this cat goes. Because it's just, we, we're, we're just not capable. We're not, we travel a lot, you know, like. And I didn't expect to have a cat from college, like still with yeah. me at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, uh, but then when she was gone, I mean, it wasn't two months where I was like, "Let's go look at some cats." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's go. You know, like I just I didn't think I'd be like that. But um, it was actually her passing that made me realize what a freaking cat person I am. Yeah. You, you know are. what I mean? Like, I really didn't think I really wasn't though. I really wasn't. She made me one, and she was just the most. <laughs> She was just the most, like, she was great with us, mm-hmm. but she was vicious with everyone else. Like, wow. ch- children were afraid of her. I mean, like, people were afraid of her. She would, I have, <laughs> there's this one time, sorry, this has become the pet morning, the pet comp podcast, but there was this one time we had guests over. Any person that spent the night, she would let us know how badly she didn't want anyone else in the house, you know? Wow. So we had our friends from Tampa came and brought their kid and stayed over, and they were in our guest room. 
And my friend Tracy, she calls for me from downstairs where the guest room is. So I go downstairs and she's got the door barely open for the guest room. She goes, I just, I didn't, she goes, I just want you to see what's happened. Grace had taken the mat from her cat box, dragged it across the house to the, in front of the guest room, and then took a dump on it right outside the door. Like took the mat. What? From the litter box, like the front. So you don't get litter everywhere. Yeah. Dragged it, dislodged it. Dragged it, took it, and put it in front of the door to the guest room and pooped on it. Wow. That's an aggressive cat. That's an aggressive, yeah. But see, isn't that a smart cat, though? She was just like, just brilliant, actually. Just so you know, I don't like you visiting. I don't want you here. (laughs) And I want to be, I don't speak English, but I want to be very clear with my feelings. (laughs) And Grace was clear. She was, um, she was a ruthless sort of spiteful cat. Um, that well, we, she was an older lady, kind of oh, like she was my like client. that her whole life. <laughs> kind of like my client, <laughs> just kind of like your client. <laughs> I had the same experience with an older lady last night. <laughs> that's how. That's shot. how she felt about my prices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was going to let you know in no uncertain terms. Well, I mean, pets are like you know they become part of your like little your world and your you know your tribe, so to speak. So yeah. Anyway. R.I.P. Teddy, we're going to miss him, but he didn't, no suffering, and I'm sure, you know, he will be missed, and uh, hopefully my client will forget, maybe. I wonder, I wonder how long, um, I wonder if Jamie will get another dog soon-ish. Uh, I don't know, it was a lot of travel this year, and mm-hmm. since my poor husband ends up having to watch Jamie's dog when we're gone, because Jamie doesn't have any family local, um, if if Daryl Taylor gets a vote, it's going to be, <laughs> it's uh, going to be no, not it's going to be hard pass. Yeah, you're going to need to stay home more. Yeah. Well, you know, pets sort of seem to find you. I mean, you know, they do. I, our, ours found ours. You know, Steely Dan, you know, was, we were sort of in the, mar- of course, in the market for a cat, but mm-hmm. Kevin wanted, Kevin wanted a kitten. And I, my argument is you don't know what you're going to get with a kitten. You know what I mean? Like right. kittens are cute, but then they turn out to be jerks sometimes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. grow up and they have all, all these things. I was like, let's go meet like an adult cat and see if they match our personality. So we, so we have this cat cafe in town. And, and so we went and had got coffee and donuts and sat in this room with all these adoptable kitties from the Humane Society. Mm-hmm. And that's how we met Steely Dan. Cause yeah. he was super chill and cool and beautiful. And I was like, this is my cat. Yeah. Dan's <laughs> okay. perfect for y'all. Dan is a perfect, perfect cat for your, for the Dairy Berry family for sure. Yeah. He is great. <laughs> <sighs> he is in our tribe. I'm glad you said tribe because I've been thinking a lot about tribes um, lately. I've, you know, we it's convention season, so yes, it is. we've we've come from uh, Imaging USA was the start of it. Um, you had Virginia's convention just just recently, and then I just came home from the Sync convention in Destin, which is that senior and portrait mm-hmm. um, convention, and um, and of course WPPI is going on, but neither of us went to that because also we had conventions on top of it. Yes, so <laughs> can't do it all. Conventions abound going on. Um, but uh, I was thinking a lot about what one of the things that I one of the things that I really enjoy about Sync. This is my third time going to Sync, um, and and I've been as a judge now for a few years. Not last year because you were there last year. Um, but uh, I mean, I did not go because you were there last year. That's what just it so you know. like. <laughs> just somebody else wants to chime in and defend me here. Just let me know. <laughs> No, but there you were. You judged last year. Yes, I wasn't. I, I wasn't on that panel, and no. I didn't end up driving over. But um, no, we were in North Carolina before that. There's yeah, it's major mm-hmm. convention season. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, right, North Carolina. Jeez. So um, anyway, but one of the things I really like about Sync is how it is a smaller convention. I think they probably have like four or five hundred people there. But um, it's fun to see how it everybody is hanging out. Like there's all these 
there's all these places they have the, they have this great lounge area that's like right outside where the where the um presentations are mm-hmm. and they they always like they stock it full of great sitting areas and everything mm-hmm. and that's kind of where you go and you meet people and you hang out and it's just like a cool community vibe um that and then like their facebook group afterwards they have like you know, a lot of people are, you know, getting home from sync and they're commenting like, hey, I had such a great time. It's so nice meeting all of you, whatever. And I just thought that was really cool because I've been to conventions before. None of none of the ones with you, of course, or, you know, because I know I got to backpedal. And <laughs> but, watch, watch my sensitive feelings. Yes. Uh, yes. All of the conventions with you have been lovely and beautiful. And but, <laughs> but I've been to conventions before where I fell out of place. Um and and I don't feel like that often anymore because we know so many people now just because right. of the positions we hold and, and everything. But um, I just remember like in the beginning uh, as an extrovert, as somebody who likes to talk to people and likes and feeds off that energy, I, I remember having a really hard time sometimes feeling like if I belonged in an, at a place. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I have a funny story about that though. Okay. That you were in. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so... Keep in mind, keep in mind, is the first time I ever met you. Okay. I, I know that. I know. Okay, go ahead. Okay. This first isn't going to be good. No, it's going to be great. Okay. Because I like how we have, we've talked about this since then. I like how we have these different perspectives. So I, I know I knew who you were and I, and, I, and I looked up to you and I thought you were great. I mean, I don't look up to you anymore. But pretty? I mean, I, I think I was pretty. <laughs> you were so pretty. <laughs> so pretty. So I was a judge of school. Yes. For, um, for, and that's when judges school took place at IPC mm-hmm. and my buddy, Boo Ray Perry, who you guys know, and we talk about often, he was doing IPC live there. And so he knew a lot of people, but he also didn't know a lot of people. Like he was introduced to a lot of people like at that particular one. And so we were hanging together for most of the evenings, like when people would hang out after judging. And there was this room off to the side that looked like the room you wanted to be in. You know what I mean? Like it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> oh it my had, gosh! I, I think know. there was—I yeah. think there was like a Munoz in there. And well, it, we called it the Munoz room because the year they came, they all just <laughs> would camp in there. Like it, so, it was to this day at that Hilton Garden or whatever. It was the Munoz. Room. It was like this little side room that it was yeah. open to the public, but not, yes, but kind of not open to the public. <laughs> yeah, hence <laughs> you know the time I mean? that the, that small child came in there and just started watching a movie and playing like. Board games that were on the in the bookshelves. Yeah, it was actually could, for that. It was for like playing games and stuff. Yeah, you guys took it over. We so did. you and Jeff were in there. I think Greg was in there. Yes. I want to say, gosh, I can't remember, but it was a lot of people who were judges. You know, Larry, that were in there. probably Maybe. Larry. Larry Lorsey. I think Larry might have been. In, I think Larry might have been in there actually. Because mm-hmm. I anyway, I didn't know anyone really well at all. The only person I knew was uh, Greg. Mm-hmm. You know, from mm-hmm. you know, because I knew Greg from Florida. So. I, and Greg had been like, come in here, come meet these people, you know? And so Boo-Ray's with me. So we're standing in there. And I remember <laughs> he's on one side of the room and I'm on the other side of the room. And neither of us are saying anything. Because you guys, you guys had such a great, uh, what is the word for it? But there was this banter going on between all of you guys where you were just cracking each other up. And we were making I've, fun of Greg on IBC Live. Oh, that's right. We were making fun of, yeah, you guys were making fun of Greg. We were making fun of Greg. And we were reenacting <laughs> Greg on IBC Live. Oh, poor Greg. He never knows what to do with his legs. Or his hands. Or his hands. Um, so so Boo-Ray and I are in there, and we're texting each other from across the room. Wow. Yeah, because, <laughs> because you guys, we didn't know how to, we were both trying to, like, figure out how to get in on this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. And we couldn't. And it wasn't that you guys were doing anything. It was just, like, we were, we, we, we just weren't sure, like, we should be in here. You know what I mean? Okay. Like we just weren't. I know like, how we you just, feel. 
you yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like we just felt like maybe we should back away slowly because this is a this is a tight knit group of like it's fun to watch you guys, but we couldn't we couldn't and both of us are talkers mm-hmm. and we couldn't quite get in to that, you know. That's funny. <laughs> but That's as you funny. know, but you as did. you know, I did get into that did. conversation. <laughs> you did get in. You got, got in. I got in and that was that was when you got you and I actually talked for the like first time and you were like I was actually afraid of the things I was saying were were offending anyone. And you were like, no, what a great perspective. Yeah, no, it was actually, <laughs> I was very timely and it was, uh, it was the perfect, perfect time. But isn't that funny? So I am not an extrovert and I do not love to, I do not feed off the energy of others. Like I, that's not where I thrive. So that's, I, I struggle at my own events. Like, you know, now if I have that little group, you know, that comfort zone group, I'm good, but it is really hard for me. Like, what you did, I would have never done. I would have never walked into that room and started the conversation. And thank goodness you did, you know, because, you know, I mean. Because yeah, look at us now. Look at us now. Yeah, we're like famous podcasters. <laughs> World-renowned <laughs> podcasters. But um, in Canada, we're really popular. We just found that out this week that we got an email. that, But, which is funny. Um, but, uh I wouldn't have done that. And I probably, I probably would miss out on so many opportunities. So I'm so glad you did. And that's a good lesson for us that you go to these things. And I think it's hard to show up. Like for me, it's, it it would have been hard to even show up to that. You know what I'm saying? And then to show up and then just come in and say, Hey, I want to talk to these people. I think I'm, I'm so incredibly like insecure and shy about things like that. I don't know if I ever would have done it. So I know well, people find that shocking, but it's one, actually one, one of us had to do it. Well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> but do you think, you know, I mean, we go and, and, and I, I mean, I think about this. I'll go if I go to speak or judge somewhere and I don't know who's going to be there. Like, you know, I mean, I, I at this point, I usually know somebody some you mm-hmm. know everywhere. But I mean, I think about as I move through and, you know, in a couple of years when I'm, you know, PPA president, I want to go and visit a lot of affiliates because I really want to do that. And I want to mm-hmm. be able to do that. But it's going to be hard for me just to show up and not know anybody or not know if I do know anybody and to get out there and not just hide in my room. I remember one time I was invited to speak in a, at a state affiliate and it just so happened like Jamie wasn't going. So it was just me and I was flying in and I didn't really know hardly anybody. I kind of in passing knew a few people. And it was hard for me not just to stay in my room the entire time. Like, just mm-hmm. go give my program, judge, and just stay in my room. Because it was, like, hard for me just to walk into the hospitality suite at a state convention or walk into the, you know, the the dining room or whatever and not feel uncomfortable. Like, I yeah. I really, really struggle with that. The the fir- I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The first year I went to SYNC um, to judge, I did not know anyone at all. I mean, I knew, I knew the— I ended up like knowing a couple of the people that were on the panel with me, mm-hmm. but I went to the, the the opening thing and I found myself just like standing, like I felt like 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 a goober, just like standing, <laughs> yeah, and not having any group to stand in and talk to or anything like that, which was so foreign to me at that point too, because I always had I always had people to talk to at, at PPA events, you right. know what I mean? But like I I was just standing there alone, and at some point I just went back to my room early. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the first night, you know, and, and went back to my room and ended up like talking to my husband and texting with a couple of friends. And I was just like, oh, I just feel so out of my element here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I just mm-hmm. don't, just don't find it. 
Um, but I, I had to force myself for the rest of that trip to really mm-hmm. like try. But that's the thing is like, it's a two-way street, you know, because I hear, I, I, you know, I've, I've talked to people before where they're like, well, I just don't feel welcome and I just don't feel like I can go talk yeah. to people and I just whatever. You know, I, I have learned that that convention in particular and many and tons of other conventions that I've gone to, you know, it too, you got both parties have to try, <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? And so even I know how, I know how hard it, it can be for introverts. I mean, I'm an extrovert and like, I'm telling you, I stood there and I was so paralyzed by the fact that I did not know anyone. And I, had, <laughs> and I, I was standing for too long by myself right. that I had to, that I left. I just left the situation. Right. Mm-hmm. But you have to, but I had to, so I had to come back and I have to force myself. And so you know, sometimes you hear about people who are just like, well, you know, nobody was talking to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I know it's hard, but people, it's not, nor, it's not like a normal thing for people just to talk to people they don't know. Mm-hmm. But you grow it's up not. your whole, your whole life you go, grow up and they, and they tell you, don't talk to strangers. We don't tell talk our to children strangers. this. Yes. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this. And so now we're telling you, get out there, put do yourself this. out there, talk to strangers. <laughs> I it's not, and so even when people have their groups of people, it's not, it's not something that comes natural to be like, hey, you over there standing alone, come over here and join us. That's mm-hmm. also not natural. No. You know what I mean? It's not. It is not, and it is hard. And I think you're exactly right. It has to come from both sides. And, you know, we just had our state convention, you know, a couple weeks ago or whatever. So I try hard if I see somebody, because I've done, I've been a part of mm-hmm. it for so long that I will try to go out of my way and talk to them, introduce them, you know, introduce them or, oh, what do you do? You should meet this person because they do sport photography or they do volume. They'd be a great fit. Or I try to do that really hard at, at my, at my state, but I mean, it still, it doesn't come natural to me. I have to remember and think about mm-hmm. it and be super intentional about it. And on the other hand, you know, there's a lot of newer, younger photographers, thank goodness, coming into our association. And I don't know them as well. And I'm kind of one of the older ones now and kind of out of that. And I don't feel comfortable just, you know, if I walk into hospitality and they're all, you know, having a great time and doing all this stuff. I don't feel, I don't feel super comfortable intervening into that either because I'm like, oh, they don't, I'm this, you know, they don't know me and whatever. I, I, I struggle with this one. This is a really, really hard thing for me. Really, this, really hard for me. Well, this is hard too, because like, Half the time when you think that somebody doesn't like you or doesn't want you to come talk to them, mm-hmm. the other party thinks that you don't like them. Yes. You know what I mean? And so one party gets labeled as, well, they're stuck up or they're stuck up or, or yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's probably, it's probably not the case. And they probably, it's probably not that they don't like you at all. They probably think that you don't like them. Oh, I, I, that you're, yeah. Wow. That's like my life right now. I, I, no, it's not. It's definitely a little sliver of things that have been going on with me lately. I have that because I, I don't naturally smile. I guess I have like a resting bee face. I guess we can say whatever we want on our podcast, mm, but yeah. I don't always look and it's, and I'm, and I'm always thinking about things. So I look, I look very intense. <laughs> um, and so I think a lot of times people think I'm just mean um, or even worse and that they don't like me. And it's really because I'm, I'm really shy or like I get, I got one time I got really kind of chewed out by somebody or got a really bad reputation because I would constantly introduce myself and not constantly like more than once. Oh gosh. And they were like, we've met. And I'm like, okay, actually I just assume you don't remember me. I'm not coming from this place of, 
oh, look at me. I'm, you know, this famous podcaster that has like a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm actually coming from a place that I don't expect. I know you're probably really busy too. And you probably don't remember who I am. I'm not reintroducing myself because I actually am trying to one up you or whatever this power move they thought I was doing. I was like, wow, I actually just assumed you didn't remember who I was. Like it I, really came from that place. <laughs> I know. I know. Here, the the thing I, I forget, I'm really bad with names. And honestly, in faces, to be honest, I, you know, and and so I try so hard because it happens all the time. This just happened actually with this just happened with Lindsay Bowler. I don't know if you know her. But, I don't. Um, she's in Kentucky, and she's uh, she's a fellow Palsy Buff ambassador. Her name okay. has been Jamie. And okay, that's where I know the name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um and they're and they're awesome. And so I spoke at Photo Pro Expo a couple of years ago, and she was president. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, but she was also sick and so all this stuff. So anyway, I, I knew I recognized her from something, but I, but I just assumed, I just assumed because she's an educator, you know what I mean? That I recognized her and whatever. So we're doing that shootout in Nashville, like where we're off site and we're about to film that thing. And I swear to God, I just like full on as if for the first time, like totally introduced myself to her. Um, because I was just like, hi, finally we meet. And she's like, yeah, um, oh, we've boy. met. <laughs> you feel like a jerk face you feel like a and complete then I feel jerk like, a, like like it's not that she wasn't memorable or anything it was that i knew i knew her for some from somehow yeah and i just put because of where we were at this point i thought oh it must be because i've seen her in some of the you know and right. some of the stuff on the internet because the, the, the facebook also makes you feel like people are recognizable and you've seen them before and stuff like that too but then she was really gracious because I think I've probably met her multiple times, to be honest. And she was super gracious about it. And she was like, no, remember, I was sick. And she was. Um, she was like, I was sick and I didn't do much. I wasn't able to attend a lot of stuff. So, you know, mm. no, heart, no harm, no foul. I mean, she was really cool about it. But, like, some other people could be like, yeah, we've, you know what I mean? Like, you've met me, like, four times. Yeah. You know what I mean? It and, is hard. I mean, it's so hard. I had someone actually. <laughs> now, granted, I think there was probably too much, maybe too much hospitality involved at this point for this person. <laughs> That's the code for this. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Someone actually said, yeah, I just, I don't like you. And I was like, uh, mm. okay. Um, oh, bold. hurts. Um, and there again, I think there was way too much alcohol involved. Mm. But it was like, yeah, because you just, you don't like me. I'm like, I don't know you. Like, how can I not like you? I don't even, I kind of know you. Like, but I'd like your Facebook friends and maybe we've met. But I, honest to God, I just, I just don't, I, I don't think I'm that clueless and that, you know, and, sen- and not sensitive at all or whatever. But I was just. I, you know, you get this, uh, you, you, you just start going through the motions a lot with some of these things. And that sounds really bad. And I don't mean it, but I mean, if I'm concentrating on judging or giving a program or running a convention or, you know, um, you know, whatever I'm doing, cause I usually am now at this point where I am right now and I'm attending these things, I'm attending cause I have a job, mm-hmm. you know, either I'm, you know, a volunteer for the association or I'm, I'm there judging or I'm there to speak or both. Mm-hmm. And I'm there because I have a job. And then guess what? I also have a job and I'm probably trying to think of, you know, dealing with client emails and orders as well as being offsite on location and, and a family and all these things. So, you know, if I, I, I don't know that I intentionally have ever gone into anything, not wanting to be social or kind or make new friends or whatever. And this past state convention was a really great example of someone who's so good at it. And I'm going to mention him again. He's getting two shout outs in a row, but we have a brand new member in Virginia. His name's David, uh, David Fultz. And he's from Luray, Virginia and brand new, 
like so excited. I mean, the most energy of <laughs> more energy than the entire convention. <laughs> but I mean, he just I loved it. He just was talking He's to everybody. In. And because he doesn't he has no perceptions. I think a lot of times we go to some of these bigger events and we're like, oh, that's such and such. And they're really you know, they're a speaker or they're this or they're that. So we shouldn't talk to them. Well, you know, he didn't have any of that. Like he didn't have a filter. Because he didn't know who anyone was. And he was just like, I'm just, I'm just here to, you know, there's, there is something that's interesting because there's something to be said. I actually prefer, and it doesn't ever happen anymore, but I remember early in my career when I would start going to things, I actually don't want to know who people are. I don't want to know. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Because it can be intimidating. It It becomes intimidating. And it's not, it's not like, I think I've told, talked about this before, but the first time I did, uh, one of the first PPA conventions I ever went to, I saw Hanson Fong in a restaurant and I wanted to go and talk to him and tell him how much I loved his work because I, I always found his work very inspiring, his full length, beautiful wedding images. I can to this day remember. And I went right up to him and told him how much I loved his work. And I actually had people going, you talk to him? And I'm like, uh, yeah. He's a human being. I like his work. I, I did not have any preconception about that. And it's that whole idea of, you know, children don't have those in, those you know inhibitions and all those things. Yep. It's the same thing. And then you, you, you're around a little bit longer, which is great. But then you do. You start saying, oh, no, they don't know who I am or whatever. I, I had this conversation with Boo Ray when he was here in Virginia. And he's like, mm-hmm. I didn't think you, I don't know if he said it like that, but we didn't like talk much. I was like, well, Honestly, you were like so popular and you did IPC Live and this and that. I didn't think you even knew who I was. It was like, what do you mean? I I felt the same way. And then come to find out, we both had these weird, stupid, made up ideas, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it and it it kept us from becoming friends sooner. And I think we do this to ourselves a lot. Um, I know I we know. do. Yeah, I know we, we do. do. Where we just put in preconceived notions. I there was somebody, and I won't mention their name because it 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 doesn't matter. But there was somebody at the Sync Convention who I've always just thought was so great, but I've just sort of felt like they have never really been very receptive to me. Like I'm yeah. reading, and you know what I mean. And I and I said something to another friend. I was like, I wish. I guess I don't know what I got to do, but I just feel like this person just doesn't like me, and I don't know why. You know what I mean. And the and the person I was talking to was like, Oh my god. I can guarantee you they 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 don't not like you. You know what I mean? Like and 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 he was like he was like you, you got to get that out of your head. That, you that made person, up this entire narrative in your own yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and I and I haven't resolved it, but one day I will. Yeah, you, will. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, but that happened once, and then you know the the you reminded me about the first time I met Greg was at the uh, FPP Florida convention, and the, I didn't know who anyone was, and um, I was walking around the print display, and he stood next to me, and he goes, "Where are your images?" And I showed him because we had them hanging, you know, and he just walked me around. Before I knew it, there was a crowd of people walking around with us, and he was. Just, I didn't, I looked up and everybody, you know, he were, he were, he was giving me feedback on all of my images. Yeah. And and I knew he had judged, but I did not know who he was. Right. Like did not, uh, cause I was very new to, to PPA and all that stuff at this point. And, um, and Florida, it was my first convention. And, um, and when we were done talking and he moved on and did something else, uh, another member was like, oh my gosh, you just got like a full, like that, did you, you know how great that was? Like that was, that was Gregory Daniel, you know, like that's a big deal. And I was like, huh? But I, you know, well, I think I would have, I think I would have been all of a sudden like way more nervous if I'd known. You would have. You know what I mean? And not been able to actually ask questions and actually talk because I think I would have been like, but you know what? Okay. I'm going to out myself here. Oh, wow. Here we go. Um, because I know she listens and she's going to think that I'm stupid now, but 
<clears throat> I do this with Allison Tyler Jones because I know who she is. So probably because I almost say nothing every time I'm around her. Like I, I, I think she probably thinks that I'm like aloof or something. I don't know. But like every, but because I'm like exploding a little inside around her. <laughs> <laughs> fangirling. I'm fangirling a little bit inside that every time I have interacted with her, I say nothing because I'm mm-hmm. afraid I'm going to gush too hard. So, <laughs> so yeah, Allison, she's one of my friends and I still am that way. I know. <laughs> like, and now I've met her sister and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and her, her nephew. And I'm like, you all Mary, are amazing people. I've spent a week with them both. <laughs> and I should not have oh, this right. now. And I and I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't, but it's just like there's I I uh I just respect her so much that yeah. I I've I've built it up in my head that like I'm gonna say something ridiculous. And I know she won't care because I know oh. how great she is and I've I've hung out with her now many times, but for some reason I just can't get out of my own head around her. So Allison, I'm being honest right now if you're listening. <laughs> But you did. You put. You built it all up in your own brain. You uh-huh. created an entire narrative that doesn't even exist, and it and it and it puts up so many more roadblocks for us um, because we all go to these things and we're putting ourselves out there, or we're, you know, we're taking time away from our business, our family, you know, our, our personal life to to learn or what have you. And to be inhibited is so silly. I mean, we had Tim Walden at our state convention, who's by far one of my mentors and. Um, just uh, admire, you know, him so much and everything he says, I just can't get enough of, uh, of him. But I mean, I loved watching the new members just like flock to him and like, hang on him. <laughs> like he's, and you know, and then, the, but some of the other people were like, oh, I can't. And I'm like, yes, you can. He's one of the kindest, most giving men I've ever met. You definitely can go ask him whatever you want to ask him. He's good. If he does, if he, if he can't, if he needs a break, we'll get you, he'll take a break. But you can. I mean, none of us. That's most of the mentors that, I, are, I agree. that we interact with. Not mine are. And mm-hmm. there may be some out there, but I think those days of there being these faux, you know, rock star kind of things is just hopefully gone or a lot less, in my opinion. And I don't know a single person that I admire. And there's many, many of y'all, you, I mean, so many, Jeff, Audrey, Allison Watkins, Allison Tyler Jones, Greg. I mean, so, so many that would not, if they could, if they had them, if they had time, like that would not sit down and help anybody. If they asked. Yeah. You know, do you, you know, who? no, I absolutely agree with you. And I, I, I don't want to forget Pete Rezek in this. Because oh, you're Pete, right. Pete's so no, no, no. You, we didn't, you didn't forget him, but I, but Pete, I have never met a more approachable person in my life. Like, agree. you know what I mean? Like somebody who is a teacher, an educator, mentor, all those things, but like, is just so easy to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we had so many at our state this year. Carl Kaler, I no, mean, Larry yeah. Lorsey, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Jeff Dachowski. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, it just it was amazing. Uh, Christy Steves was there. She's a new juror and um, she's a, she's a journalist. You know, she's become second career photographer and doing really well. She gave the coolest program, high energy. People were going bananas and she stayed for like an hour and just talked people through the lighting and different things. And mm-hmm. I mean, and they don't get paid for that. Like, and they're not winning any points or they're, they're not, not getting extra credit. It's just, they want to give. That's why we're there. Um, but she has a very friendly face. I don't have a friendly face. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I find your face very Thank friendly because you. you're so pretty. <laughs> you're so pretty. There's a long st- one day, Karen. I'll tell you about this so pretty story. <laughs> it's a good one. We'll have to post that picture. But um, 
Don't post that picture. It's a terrible picture. But anyway. No, it's the picture on my phone when you call me. It so, is. I mean. <laughs> it's me looking up at Kira like I just am batting my eyelashes at her. Like, you're so pretty. She's and like, I say up to her like I'm a foot shorter. We're actually the same height. So I'm not sure why. I don't know why it happened that way. But yeah, it's a picture. I'm speaking to Cam. We're on camera yeah. together. And we're being filmed for something for PPA. And we were like a team on it. And mm-hmm. then. And I'm speaking to the camera, and you're just, like, looking at me with the most loving, mm-hmm. gushing <laughs> smile. I mean, just <laughs> so smiling funny. ear to ear. And you're just, it's just, I, now I feel like we got to post it. It makes me smile every time I, I think yeah. about it, and I talk about it. And But, it, you know, it's just, I, I hope people put themselves out there. I think there are, are people that don't or won't go to these things. And, you know, a member in Virginia posted um, just today that he's been a member for three years and this is the first time he's put himself out there and come to convention. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's one of our biggest benefits because that's included for our association. That's actually included in your dues, that and summer seminar. And for whatever reason, the first time he came and he just will, can't wait to come back because he couldn't believe how friendly and warm and everything. But I think that he, um, you know, had an idea of what it was going to be like. And like you were saying, we build up in our head this whole entire narrative of how someone's going to be or what they think or feel about you. And quite often, I hate to break it to you, they may not have thought about you at all. They don't have, I was going to say, quite often they don't feel about you anything. They've actually not even thought about you. And that's not a bad thing. It's just, they're busy trying to do all their stuff too. Like we're all, mm-hmm. you know, when we when we go and we travel or do things, it's not because we have all this free time. It's that we were trying to give back. At least it is for me. I won't speak for everybody else, but giving back because it was all given to us, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. And you know what? Thank God for name tags. Oh my like gosh. Like at these things. Because I mean, I... I I I have a I have a name that's fairly memorable, like because people like to make fun of it, you know, yes. and that's okay. It's, it's a silly true. name, but but um, uh, you know, I don't remember every Sarah that I've ever met. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like that sometimes happens, and um, and they remember me, you know, yeah. like they they remember my name, and and I and I truly believe it's because my name is so like people are like Dairyberry, like, ugh. and then when when I went, you know, by my full name when I was growing up, Shakira. People just always, they they butchered it, but they always remembered it. And then I remember having a conversation with somebody who was convinced that Boo Ray was just the biggest jerk. Because, <laughs> because they, he's like because, me. He's shy. He actually is shy He guy. actually is quite shy. Um, I mean, in, in certain in some ways, situations. Yeah. yeah, in some ways. But um, he honestly, he he's the worst. I We talk about being bad at names. He is one of the one of the worst at remembering. Greg's actually not good at it either. No, he's, you know what I mean? Like, it. yeah, but um, Bure's really bad at remembering names and he's very memorable. He has a very memorable presence mm-hmm. and he has a very memorable name and he has a very memorable voice. And so people tend to remember meeting him mm-hmm. and he, like you and I travel a lot teaching and speaking and meet a lot of people at conventions and he, it's never because he's a jerk. You know no. what I mean? It's, and because he's not obviously, but like it's, he, I remember like, no, 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 you understand. He's like face blind and name blind. Yeah. (laughs) Can't remember people's names ever, you know, but he remembers like the circumstance. And I don't know, I think about, I remember um, at Imaging, um, the Jim Quick. uh, Right. Yeah, that, I remembered this thing from Jim Quick. That's funny. Um, But uh, he was talking about like that long-term memory is tied to an emotional uh, response to it. Yes. And I've thought about that a lot. And sometimes when I meet somebody there isn't an emotional attachment to the meeting. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like nothing yeah. memorable happened. I remember exactly how I met you because I remember how I felt mm-hmm. 
there mm-hmm. at that room. And I remember, and I remember that I remember meeting. I remember that very well. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I probably met ten other people that event, like all the other students. I probably met in passing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I remember how exactly the moment I met Bouray, because um, for me it was very memorable. I'll tell you about it if you guys want to know. But we were at the Florida convention. And I was standing around talking to someone else in the hospitality suite. And, um, and, I, and I, I mean, I was in conversation with somebody. And this guy, Bure, he turns around and he looks at me and he puts his hands out. And he goes, I mean, am I right? I can and I see went, that. <laughs> and I went, sure. And he was like, that's what I'm talking about. And then he walks out. Right. That's a Bure <laughs> thing leaves. for you. And then I didn't speak to him the rest of the convention. And so I remembered meeting him. But then... When I had to reach out to him to get him to come speak to Florida, this is how our friendship formed, is I was trying to get him to come up to Florida and, and give a presentation in Tallahassee. I mean, not Florida, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. To give a presentation in Tallahassee. And our friend Kevin Newsom was trying to introduce us and all this stuff. Um, I he When I spoke with him, he was trying to introduce himself to me. And I was like, no, 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 we've met. Uh, <laughs> like, and, he's like, and here's mm-hmm. that time. He doesn't remember that event at all because also he wasn't meeting me. I mean, like right. he was just, I was like part of a bit. <laughs> Yeah, he was doing a shtick with Boo Ray. Well, I think the lesson here is, you know, to come from that place of grace and whether you're, you know, the one in the group, you know, look around and, 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 and try to include somebody else. And and if you're not like if you're showing up new or you don't know, like when we go to maybe our next event we go to and we don't know as many people to try harder to not assume that nobody wants to talk to us or cares to talk to us. You know, a lot of times too, you show up to these things, you're just excited. Like I'm sure at Sync, the energy, they come together once a year and there's a big group of people that look so forward to that. Imaging's Mm -hmm. this way, our state conventions. And they're so excited. They put blinders on because they're just, you know, our friends live across the country and it's the one time a year we all get to get together and hang out. And we're not looking around and thinking about anybody else. So it's not, we're not deliberately leaving people out. It's just, we're so excited to see our friends. Um, so, you know, there's just two sides to it and, you know, we both have to come from a little put a little bit of more energy in on both sides, whichever one that is. And we'll find ourselves on either one, depending on the day mm-hmm. and where we are, you know, um, I feel this way all the time, you know, kind of left out. Cause I'm at this, I'm at that age in that area where I have the, uh, maybe an, this more mature, older group that's been doing this forever and ever. And then there's this younger group and I'm kind of in this mid that they're you know, this middle group. Do you know what I'm saying? So like we just had our big masterminds group meeting and there's a bunch of the older members that all kind of hang out. And there's all these new younger members. And I had a hard time when we got there. And I think I talked to you about this. Yeah. Figuring out where do I go and how do I, and I felt kind of lost. This is a group that I've been a member of for like 18 years. So, you know, it happens to all of us where none of us are immune to it. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't think, I think if, if you really talk to anyone, um, about this subject, I think they're going to have a story about mm-hmm. where they didn't feel, they just didn't know where they fit. Mm-hmm. And it took, and even in times like you're saying right now, like you, you are very comfortable with where you fit and yet you still find yourselves in those situations with people you've known for years. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like that happens, that happens a lot. So I just think, I mean, we're not going to change anything here nope. on this podcast, but I think it's healthy to talk about it because I mean, like convention season can be tough for some people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And especially people who end up feeling left out. Like, you know, there have been times where I have been told that I made someone feel left out because Ugh. I didn't include them or yes. something. And I feel terrible and it, cause it's never the intention. It's never like, Oh, let's not invite so-and-so. You know uh, what I mean? It I was, mean, I count on it. I'm going to cry after every, <laughs> at least my state or if, I'm going to cry. Cause I'm going to hear something like that. And it tears me apart. 
I could cry about yeah. right now. It makes me feel awful yeah. to know that someone was hurt because of something I did or didn't do. So often it's the didn't give do. Give me a often break. Just come say hi. Give me a <laughs> often it's the didn't do part. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? It's the they they hoped that you would do a thing and that you didn't do a thing because you were also doing so many other things. Right. That you you can't be everywhere at once and you can't be everything to everyone and you can't please everyone. And that's just mm-hmm. impossible, especially when, you know, you and I have run help run conventions before mm-hmm. and or at imaging where we are we have like two different calendars that we're fo- trying to follow conflicting schedules and and you know support our friends who are speaking and try and go to their programs but then also you got to be at this meeting in a minute and then by the t- by the time the evening is over and you're like going to some sort of closing event or something you're just like so relieved to be able to go to the closing event that you don't think in your head let me call everyone i no no here and make yeah. sure that they're okay and they're going to the closing event. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. Not, yeah, not yeah, in the next so. few years anyway, for sure. But you don't want to make them feel better, Kira. Hmm. If they got a coffee mug that Greg Daniel had blessed and held or get your <laughs> shoot together t-shirt, I think that would make everybody feel better. And I know it would make us feel better because I'll do this because Kira, I usually make Kira this part. Guys, you know, we do this for fun and for free and it, actually not free. It costs us money and time and we, but we love it. And I know that, we probably do it if one person's listening or a hundred people listen. And thank goodness we do have people that listen and write in and tell us how they feel. And that feeds our soul and makes us happy. But if you want to help us out more to keep this podcast going, um, go to where Tears going to tell you in a minute and get one of those special edition coffee mugs or t-shirts because that's yeah. how we make it work. That is, and that, and it's a wonderful way to show your support. And and also, I worked really hard to make those things like you things did. you would actually want to wear. And pick and picking <laughs> them out. And Audrey Wankett just got finally got this shirt. Evidently, we gave her one that was too small, and now she I has think one that's that a fits. compliment. I know. I was like, I, I you were tiny. Why do you mean that doesn't fit you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we gave her a T-shirt that was too small because both of us assumed that she was a small. Um, well, yeah, because she's small. She is. She is. She, it just is. It just is. But that. But also, to, in all fairness, that was uh, the the first prototype of the yeah. T-shirt, which I decided I didn't super care for the cut yeah. of. And she has a special somebody. edition Mary Fistella one now with the three quarter sleeve and the. She's got the whole. So she's oh, got a she's very got the cool edition. one. Oh, yes. she's got like the one that nobody else can get. Okay, well then that should make up for it. Yes, it's got a very special <laughs> edition one. Only my family has those, and Audrey. And Audrey. Oh, yes. that's great. Well, that's very, very special. See, now you're, you've you've unleashed a beast. Everyone's going to want this. <laughs> Maybe there'll be another special edition shirt coming out. The MFT edition. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Limited For girls release. who don't like their upper arms. What <laughs> <laughs> girl is just like, you know what my favorite part of my body is? <laughs> my upper arm. My upper arm. Michelle Obama probably says that. Oh, yeah. Well, awesome. she totally does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a favorite part of my body. I think it's like. Your bangs. Is that a part? I don't know. It's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's not a part. I know. I'm kidding. Where can they get those daggone t-shirts? Oh, let me find out where they can get all that stuff. (laughs) They can follow us on Instagram at Get Your Shoot Together. They can follow us on Facebook at Get Your Shoot Together. You can email us at girl at getyourshoottogether.com. You can shop to your heart's content at our website at getyourshoottogether.com. And you can subscribe to us on all the podcast places and things. And uh, thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Thanks, y'all. 